0: Call Clay Kane now at 866-801-TALK. That's 866-801-8255. Welcome back to The Clay Kane Show on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126. That is the Gap Band early in the morning on this day in 1982. It was the number one R&B song in the country. All right, y'all. I'm very excited. We have a guest in the studio. We're going to have a good conversation. He is currently on America's Got Talent. You know him. You love him. Terry Cruz, what's up, sir? Ho, ho, ho,
1: what's up? What's it's so up, good man? to see
0: you, man. It's my first time uh uh interviewing you. So this is really cool. This
1: is wild. You're playing Charlie Wilson. I had the pleasure <laughs> literally a, a month ago of dancing on stage with Charlie. Yes. Oh my God. That was yes. a, yeah, that, you just took me back. Yeah, I was see, like, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Unreal. He's an icon. Icon. He's, he's an icon. Icon. He's, icon. He's amazing. He's love amazing. Em. You gotta
1: love them while they're here, man. Exactly,
0: oh. and giving their flowers while they're here. I do Thank that you. on this show. We always do that. We always try to honor the folks, and you know, shout out and all that good stuff. I could see so, it. yo, America's Got Talent is back. You're there. You're hosting. I mean, I, Simon is still not as gangster as he
1: used to be, <laughs> but he's. I mean, he used to be real gangster. Oh yeah, but, but he still got it. So tell us about about this season. Hey man, this is my first season hosting the flagship. Uh, America's Got Talent. I did host the spinoff Champions uh, last winter, and it did so well uh, that I was invited back to be the host, man. And this is a dream come true. This yeah. is like this this show. You, you know, you gotta understand. You know, so much of entertainment can be. Negative, you yeah. know what I mean. It's just like yeah. you know, you know I, I've watched things and I'm like, man, I need a shower. Right, I, right, right.
0: right. Ooh, I'm smelly right now <laughs> after watching that. Yes.
1: And you don't get that with AGT, man. You get inspired. You're like, I gotta work. You know, I listen. I'm the host, and I go home like, man, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta improve everything. Like. <laughs> I can do something better than I'm doing. You right, know what right, I mean? And right. it's that inspirational, dude. That's yeah. that's the only way I can
0: I can describe it. Well, you got the talent, man. You got the talent. You know, it's really cool. Uh, so I'm going to be honest, I never watched the show, but I'm going to watch it because you're on there. Oh, you I, gotta I, watch I've it. never I'm, I want to support you. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see you on there because Man, it felt like a year or so ago, a couple years ago. Man, they were trying to take you down. Oh,
1: they were. But no, so, uh, I was took down.
0: You were took down. I was
1: ripped down. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Hey, man, listen. I I knew it was over. I believe you me. I, the fact that I'm sitting here, the fact that I'm still here, um, this is this is a miracle, man. Uh, you gotta understand that. There, there's several times it's been like this. You know, even with football. I remember when. I took on the football, the football gods, so to speak, when I was on the Redskins, and um, they had a some. They basically had a contract that they said, if I don't sign it, they're going to cut me. Mm. And I was like, well, what happened? I mean, really, like I don't have to sign this. They were like, well, if you don't, you know, you were going to get rid of you. And I, and you know what I did? First of all, they 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 made it so I had to sign this other thing that basically nullified all this stuff. And when I went and signed the other thing. Mm. and they were like oh and they got rid of me wow and you just go damn they're they not playing like you don't really have a lot of choices like you they tell you it's your choice right. and you can do kind of th- these kind of things but then there's a whole phalanx of people that are trying to make sure okay he's out same thing in Hollywood um when we came forward when I came forward I, I say we because it was my wife and I yeah. and we had experienced both of this together yeah Uh, I decided that I was just going to come forward about, you know, something I expected them to fix, something I gave them time to fix, something I said, you know, the day after I was assaulted by Adam Bennett, who was the uh, head of the motion picture department at William Morris Endeavor. Powerhouse. 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 Wait, first of all, the the, the number one agency in the world. Exactly. Talent agency in the world. Yeah. And I went to them the next day like, man, how what? what how can y'all let this happen? And, oh, we were gonna do something about this. We, we take these things very seriously. And nothing was taken seriously. And I was ignored. And I, finally, the, the thing that broke it for me was the fact that I got a chance to read the Ronan Farrow story mm. about the women who yeah. had been molested, yeah. raped, and harassed by Harvey Weinstein. And I was like, "That's me." I said, "That thing happened to me." And see, this was so, what was so crazy is that people were saying, men were saying, "Oh, look at these some gold diggers." They, you know, you know the price you gotta pay to be in Hollywood. They knew what was up. Mm. And I'm sitting there like acting like people wanted it, like acting like I, what what you basically saying is I wanted it. Mm. And when this guy basically attacked me and assaulted me in front of my wife. And the fact that I didn't kill him. Which was crazy.
0: You know. If you would have if you would have put your pinky on him, you would have been locked up. Hey man, listen,
1: listen. You wouldn't be here. I am a 240-pound right. ripped black man in a party full of white people yeah. who are rich and very, very entitled. And I decide I'm gonna knock one of them out. <laughs> right. Who you where it what court? What place, what country would I ever be safe? Where could I go? Right. And you know, everybody acting like, "Yeah, you can do it." Well, you've been watching way too many movies.
0: Right. This this ain't like this ain't like a black exploitation film. You know
1: what I'm this, saying? Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. It do, this is not payback. This right. is not, Everybody's got that, you know, taking first of all, a, a black man can't star and take. It. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get you. Come on, they shot him. The movie's over. You, you understand what I mean? Like anytime you want to get back, all of a sudden it's over, you know? Um and I knew. I said, "Man, you know, I didn't have a leg to stand on, and they knew it. They knew it. But when I, but those women inspired me so much that I said, "Hell with it, man! Hell with it! I'm coming! I'm I'm basically telling my side." And what what it was like? The only way I can really put it was like, you know, you're behind enemy lines. You know what I mean? And they standing up on the on the the guard gate with guns and the whole thing, and you see a hole in the fence and you see not only uh, i see these girls these women run out the fence Woo! i'm like oh my god they got out right they got out and i'm looking around like can i get out and i decided i'm going right after them i'm run these women decided they was going to be free now this is the deal did we get justice uh, no no cuz the bill the deal is you want justice you want things to be just but who gets justice wait there are whole centuries and eons of humanity of people who've been wronged who have not got justice. Mm. You know what I mean? Black people in America have not got justice. Right. Uh, you can point to all, look at, all the Russians in Stalin's Russia did not get justice, but but when you tell your story, you get freedom. Yeah. Freedom is different. Mm. Freedom is something you can be free because you told your story and you just stand tall and let it go, and let the let the wind take you where it's gonna take us. And I remember my wife was like, you know, babe, we just gonna have to let the wind take us where it goes, but we've been all right, We after we left the NFL it was cool, and it's gonna be cool after entertainment. But lo and behold, I mean, for every enemy I had, I found out I had 10 friends. Mm. That was the craziest thing, because yes, the world was against me, But then I had 10 times the people who were like, damn it, I'm with you, T. Cruz. And, and women on shocking. social media showed up for you. That was shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, that was shocking. Yeah, Because there were a whole lot of people like, man, you too big for that to happen to you, man. I was like saying a building is too big to get robbed.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? You still rob me. Hey, wait, okay, so you can't rob the biggest building. And Okay, I got it. So The building's too big. So You see, they didn't want all that, so I just went and took it. You know how people, yeah, absolutely. You, can, you can rationalize, you can do all this stuff. Well, he must have wanted it. You see, Terry Crews has something in him that made that guy look at him and know he could do that. (laughs) I was like, okay, got it. And even
0: putting that out there affects young black boys. Yes. Because they think, oh, well, if if they're saying that about Terry, what are they going to say about me?
1: First of all, first of all, it's like saying you get shot and they go, see, you had something in you that let that bullet hit your heart. More than the other guy, because it would have, it wouldn't have went through my heart. Right? You're like, okay, got it, man. You just didn't get hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was the bullet spray, and you didn't get shot. Now you, now you bulletproof. Yeah. Mm. And, and so I, I, I called attention to all of that. What happened is it was a two D conversation, meaning it was a women's issue, but I turned it into a three D conversation. And now it's a people issue. That's right. And it was like people had to go around, and you could look at the other side, and turn it all around, and look under it. And they were like, "Damn, wait a minute! If he ain't safe, I'm not safe." Whoa! And that blew up everything. It became where I had to get out the narrative, like, "Hey, man, you represent. Hey, look, black people. Look, you know what? We, we, you ain't even black no more. We decided you ain't even here." I was like, hey, man, I'm I'm still here, dude. I'm standing right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And
0: now you're getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hey, man, wait, wait, don't do You're it. getting a star? Hey, all man.
1: Right. Oh, first of all, I was out. I was out of everything, and I knew it. But now, see, this is crazy, man, because I got more than I had before. Now, you know, and this is another thing. People change the narrative. They, they want to change the narrative. They want to make it make sense. See, what Terry Crews did. He decided to come forward in exchange for the money. See, the Illuminati has, de- has oh. decided that he has been blessed. And I'm like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? It, it, it's so crazy how people trying to make it make sense. Yeah, But I understand it because it doesn't. Because the fact that they were behaving this way in the first place, the fact is, the fact is, nobody calls the predator on that stuff. Because they just expect them to be bad. But when you come up and say something about what they doing, what the wrong people are doing, they're like, well, why why in the world would you do that? It's like, you know what it is? It's almost the equivalent of stop snitching. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, hey, man, look, you a snitch, you a snitch. Well, you know what? The dude that tells you to stop snitching is usually going to rob you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from the hood, man. The same guys that say, hey, man, you a snitch, right? Oh, you going to be snitching? Well, that's the guy that's going to rob you. He's coming in your house. Yeah. And I, I don't know. This story has never changed. Yeah. And in, in the course of human history has never changed. Uh,
0: are you and uh, DL Hughley cool now,
1: or is it a rap? It's, it's- oh no, I I asked DL to forgive me for all that, man. I mm-hmm. mean, I should have never never went there. Um, I thought it was great, but I hear you. Well, got no, no, no. Shirt. What I, what I mean is what I mean is I I, I was asking him questions. Yeah. And a lot. Of, see, but again, the narrative, the question was, he was like, "Hey, man, you should have beat him up." Right. And I said, "Well." If I beat up everybody I don't like, then should I, don't. I hit you? <laughs> now, now. His and, and it, Twitter was a clapback. I enjoyed a, it. It. Was, it was an excellent clapback. It was clap an excellent clapback. He's a comedian. He's I thought comedian. he'd appreciate it. Absolutely. But the world thought I was coming at to kill DL. I was like, okay, you know, now y'all. No, no. Me and D. D listen, DL, I used to, I I had a lot of respect for him. And, and what he, the thing he had said about me, I was like, oh, you know, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Yeah. This is you like he's a hero. He was right. like I'm just I said it even in my tweets. I was yeah. like I yeah, I looked up to you, man. Yeah, why are you were coming at me like this? Like you don't even know what happened. And it we're, was ongoing. You weren't even there.
0: It wasn't just a tweet. It was like jokes that was it was part of his skit at one point. You right. Know, well, he,
1: exactly. Yeah. He was. He kept going. Oh, yeah. I, like I, I, when he said it a year ago, I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just kept going. I finally had to address it. I was like, he he was backing up other people online and laughing at me. And I was like, oh come on, man, like. And then you want to play, you see, because this is the game. The game is I didn't uh, Luke, look, why are you coming at me now? I'm like, man, <laughs> hey, man, you the one that put your tweets in there. You know, I know how hustlers act. You know what I mean? It was like when Russell Simmons tried to come at me, like, I, I didn't listen, you know, I'm as a black man, I'm trying to be help you out. I'm like, no, no, dude, just stop. Right. Just the game. I don't play the game. Now look Let at Let me Mr. tell you something. Black Mr. Simmons. Listen, first of all, black women. They, they know what that sound like. <laughs> 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 they know all that, meh, 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 They're like, okay, you just man man man. I know the same thing. I'm like, dude, come on, you really trying to do me like that? Like, really? Yeah. Your little pimp talk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I didn't really mean that, man. I'm just trying. To, I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Russell, yeah, is interesting. Well,
1: it, it wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. I Listen, first of all, before we can point at other communities, before you can say this, they they need to be, you need to look in your own house. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Look at yourself. Look at your community. Look at your stuff. You can't call out, to, uh, uh, this is what I hate, you can't call out Republican rapists and ignore Democratic rapists. Oh, absolutely. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. But it's done all the time. Yeah. I'm like, w- you can't do it, man. If you're going to call out rapists, let's call out all the the rapists. Yeah, and that's all I do. And people call me a sellout, and I'm like, no, I'm just calling all the people out. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, look, I called out my agency. Yeah. I didn't call out other agencies. That's your check. This (laughs) is my (laughs) check. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are my. These are people who say they work for me, and they're like, hey, well, you know, you're going against your. I was like, no, I'm calling the dirt that's in my own house. Yeah. I said, I pay y'all. Yeah. I have given y'all millions of dollars and you treat me like this and I'm supposed to let it go and the guy is supposed to just go back to work? Are you telling me that's the way it goes? Well, yes. And that's literally what he told me. At
0: the time, you, you described it as uh, Hollywood like a plantation uh, as far as the extreme violence uh, that Hollywood kind of puts on you. Do you feel like you're off that plantation now?
1: You know, I I do simply because I'm free. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran away. I'm a slave and ran away. You know what I mean? I, like I said, it's, it's there are a lot of people still caught up in it because of what they can do. Cause you gotta understand, I mean, I was being followed. I mean, our phones were tapped. It was really, Damn. oh no, it got, listen, hey man, you're talking a lot of money. It's a billion dollar industry. And they like, the, the whole point was to find dirt on me that they could use against me. Cause when you come up on them and call them on that dirt, they go, oh really? I mean, I was told by Ari Emanuel. I was like, hey, you know uh, you're know you not clean, right? I was like, oh, dude, really? You want to go there? Okay. Mm. Okay. But th- this is the deal. Who is that? Who is Arie? Ari Emanuel is the head of William Morris Endeavor. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. He's the head. Gotcha. And I'm, not, and I'm not, listen, I would not sign anything saying that I would not talk about them. Because that's, see, what you have to understand is that people feel like when you tell your story, you're going to get a payday. But you don't get paid for talking. That's right. You only get paid for silence. That's it. But you get paid for being quiet. If you heard the story, ain't nobody getting no money. Mm -hmm. That's the fact. Nobody's getting no money if you heard it. That's the deal. If someone comes forward and says, hey, there's no money being exchanged, that's it. You lost all attempts at getting money. But people tend to think that there's this huge payday for all these people who run and come forward. But that's not true. It's just not true. I won my case, and all I got was my lawyer fees back and his resignation. I did not get a dime, not one thin dime. I spent $400,000 of my own money. And I said, listen, I was saying it online. I was like, hey, I will spend $1 million to win $1 in court. Mm. But where is a young person who's been molested gonna get $400,000 to fight anybody? What happens is they have to be quiet. And that's what the power dynamic is all about. This is what needs to change. This is what we're talking about here. And that's what the Me Too movement is all about. And one thing is also crazy is that one in six men have been molested, harassed, but would never admit it. You know what I mean? Because because of the society stigma of males saying, hey, man, this guy did this to me. You know what I said? Oh, yeah. listen the thing is i've been married 30 years and if i tell my son to tell me if someone ever ever touched him inappropriately and then i don't do it what kind of example am i to my own family i said you know what you gotta be what you want your kids to be so i said hey this happened to me this happened to me y'all
0: and speaking of uh Fathers and Sons you had a book that came out just recently for yes. Father's Day correct tell us yes. about that yeah It's
1: called Come Find Me and what's so amazing about this book I wrote I didn't write it I actually illustrated the book I my friend and I at the time we wrote it 20 over 20 years ago when I was playing football Ken Harvey was star linebacker with the Redskins I was his backup he had two sons Marcus and Anthony and he wanted to show them that they could be anything and I said, hey, man, you got a great idea about this book. I said, let me illustrate it. And he came to me, and we did it together, and we released it on a couple little paper copies of it. And then I got famous. Mm-hmm. Like 20 years later, I said, you know what? Let's put it back out. And this is the reason we put it back out was, was so amazing, is that when Bill Cosby went down, you couldn't look at Cosby Show. You couldn't look at Fat Albert. You couldn't watch Little Bill. I was like, we're running out of characters that <laughs> represent us. Yeah. And we couldn't see ourselves anywhere. I mean, I grew up see Jane Run, and you were either a little white kid or an animal. Yeah. But I couldn't see any black kids, but only in Fat Albert. I, w- I stayed up Saturday morning to watch Fat Albert. And I realized that we don't have enough. Our representation is not there. It's just you can't see it. So I decided to re-release it, and it's basically Marcus and Anthony are playing hide and go seek, and they see themselves as you know driving cars and, and riding boats and doing all these really amazing things. Now let me tell you, those kids are grown now, and they both have master's degrees wow. from college. Because, and I directly related to the fact that these kids saw themselves as heroes, even when they were little kids, and I said, if this affected these boys to this extent that they would go on and get masters and become an excellent young man. Imagine what that would do for someone else. Yeah. And so we released it, and now we have an augmented reality component to it where you can download the Come Find Me app, hold it up to the book, and the characters pop right out of the book. It's a new age, 3D, new millennium type thing, man. And we couldn't do that 20 years ago. Absolutely not. And so yeah. I said, man, look, and listen, this is not about making money, really. It's literally like this is what we have to do. I'm not going to sit here and talk about how, man, we ain't got nobody. We ain't got no representation. (laughs) I am saying let's do it. Yeah. Wait, stop. Put your money where your mouth is. I spent my own money. I put put this whole thing out myself. I didn't need any publisher to come to me and make a deal. Nope. This is my own publishing company. Mm -hmm. Amen and amen publishing. And we decided we're just going to do it ourselves. Why can't we? Yeah, You know what I mean? I'm like, listen, it's all good, and it's going great, man. Released it on Father's Day. Uh, it's in two other languages, it's Spanish and nice. in Portuguese, nice. and we're going to release it in Japanese next year. Very cool. Let me ask you this. Uh, toxic masculinity, you,
0: you've you talked a lot about that. You've, you've wrote about that. You've been open about that. I find, Terry, whenever I say that word on this show, I get so many uh, black men who call and get upset. And they, they get shut down by just those two words, toxic masculinity. And I'm like... You know, as a writer, do I do I change the word? Is there a different language to use? I just find that so many men just shut down when, when they hear that. How, how do you how do you get through to really have that kind of conversation?
1: Well, you know, it's hard because it's it's been used wrong. Yeah, it's and a I mean, hot button word it's, now. It's, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of saying it. Got gotcha. <laughs> you. know what I mean? Gotcha. Like toxic masculinity. Like, yes. oh. oh, oh. <laughs> you know what happens is you start to lose the term, use the meaning of the term. You gotcha. know what I mean? And. You know, I started using hyper masculinity, okay. which is two different ways. It's okay. two different ways of seeing it. Toxic is one thing, but hyper is another. Hyper is when you ain't even a man if you can't build your own car. Yeah, You're not a man. You are a girl now. Hey, <laughs> uh, I, man, I don't, I, listen, I don't know how to fix a car. I, I don't know anything. I don't know how to change. I look at my car, I'm like, man, I'm lost. <laughs> if I'm on the side of the road, if there ain't nobody to call, I'm walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't fixing nothing. Yeah. But instantly that would make me a woman. Mm. and hypermasculinity says man strong woman weak got you all things that are female are weak got you anything a woman is weak got you. and what they don't understand is that male female is complementary yeah you know what i mean you can't do without the other
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's impossible yeah in fact they're both as strong as each other
0: Got you, got you. No, that's that's important. <laughs> How much time we got left? Glad I'm, no, I'm no. feeling it, yo. You have so much uh, great stuff going on. I mean, man, it's just it's so good to talk to you because you're a survivor, man. And there's a lot of people that just don't. I mean, I think about the days of like Lena Horne and Paul Robeson being banned, being, being yep. quote unquote blacklisted. I hate that word, but you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. And there there was no fighting back back then. So to see you on America's Got Talent, I just think it's a I think it's a no matter whether you're you know in Hollywood, no matter who you are, like it's it's that fight, it's fighting for your right to exist. But
1: Clay, I'm still happy. That's right. See, this is the thing. You see, you can get you can get blacklisted or whatever the term is, like, bumped out, and you. I know you have enemies. Yeah. You have enemies. Stop pretending. There's yeah. people who don't like you. Okay, exactly. it's okay. So just go and do your thing. What I decided to be happy anyway. Exactly. Listen, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way, and I'm so thankful.
0: Well said. Check out Terry Cruz and America's Got Talent. Pick up his book. Come find me, correct? That's it. Come find me. Support Terry Cruz, man. He's out there grinding. I'll see y'all tomorrow. I ain't never really gone. Live life and love.